gosh dang. We hit the 5 I'm trying to hit, you know, I'm trying to, I'm going to do this entire episode without cussing. Nah, impossible. Probably. But <laughs> You're going to say fuck by the time we get to like. Likely, but like I'm going to try, topic. you know, for the 50th episode. I feel like we got to, we got to reach you out gonna, to a larger audience. You're going to class it up. You gonna... So maybe I feel like we got to, since to reach out to a larger audience, maybe we got to drop the cussing. Maybe nah. we got to, you know, maybe we got to Will Smith the game. Mm-mm. And just you know, nah, we start in Buck Wild, nigga. We start in Buck Wild with like, with like degrees, probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we start, no, like, I don't think those niggas can read, probably. Yeah, but more than likely not. <laughs> but yeah, we are. Um, this is episode fifty of the Two Bells Podcast. That means we are two episodes away from the full year mark, which means we've been doing this for fifty weeks straight. Which means you know, shout out to us. You know, rap game, you know, podcast go, game, Iron Man, nigga. Go funk yourself. That's what, I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. I don't know. That's what I'm going with for this episode. We also have in the studio, back again as a guest, I forgot the initial episode you were on. Yo, was it like Because we just grabbed him from the other room and we're like, yo, you want to like, be on this shit? Yeah. I think it was 20-something. You well, think, I don't, no, nah, I don't yeah. think it was that deep. I think it was I like don't know. 10 Ev- or 13. You know what? But we have, um, we have Nas back in the building. Yeah. yeah. What's up, y'all? We have Nas. The young God. We told him to come back when he released his stuff. So he's released his stuff and he's back. I'm back. <laughs> because that's essentially what we do. We keep our, you know, we keep our promises and all that cool stuff. Um, But yeah, he, he's back. He's officially back with the, it was episode 12. Episode 12. Okay. So. I knew there was a two in it. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It's been like roughly thirty-eight episodes since you've been here, but that you know that's cool. Um, you released your new project, Easy Jesus, to the world finally. Yes, I did. Was it like, was it done when we recorded it? Because I felt like, I don't know if it was. Was it close to being done? Like this is like thirty-eight weeks ago. June. This is June. Um, because you came on the day you graduated. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Deadass. Wow. Yeah. I made. I was made though. I made 30 pretty much June. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So was it done then? Like what was the entire what was the process from then to now? Was it like mixing, mastering, was it recording um, more? Probably like one or two songs was added since that time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of it was mixing, mastering, um making sure the presentation was spiffy, right. photo shoots, um getting the artwork done, Music getting videos. the visuals done, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, I admire the time you take, because usually as, like, an artist who's, like, more newer and up and coming, you just really want to get it out. You just want to mm-hmm. get it out to the world, You're like, oh, listen, I don't want to hear it. So I admire that you kind of just, like, pulled back. And I think that's just because of the state of, like, the state of the industry now, that you just kind of, you can't just put it out yeah, there. It'll get lost. It'll get OD lost in the sauce, and then, like, you know, you'll be kicking yourself about why this didn't do as well as you thought it did. It can still get lost. I mean, yeah. I um, think you're doing pretty well. I mean, I think you're doing pretty... I mean, I know you're looking for more buzz. Yeah. But I think, like, amongst the core people who you yeah. listen to, I think everyone's pretty much listened to it. Yeah. It's, it's, I bought the shit. I was like, well, hey. shout-outs to you. <laughs> So, in terms of the recording process for this Easy Jesus, just tell us, I guess, a little bit about, I mean, you told us last time, but what? Let's in terms of just a recap of, like, 38 episodes ago, a full, like, you know, Frieza saga ago, um, <laughs> how did, just in terms of recap, what is, like, Easy Jesus, what does it stand for? What's the meaning behind this project? So, um, I um, collaborated heavily with this production team that goes by It's E&J. 
they produce pretty much every track on it. Um, it's E and J. E and J is also a brand of brandy. <laughs> Yak. Um, nickname Easy Jesus. So that kind of went into why I named it that. Mm-hmm. Is it what? What about like I guess Easy Jesus that like sort of influenced the tracks on the album? Like it's just is there? What about the themes? I guess of I this. Well, yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alcohol is pretty much um a recurrent theme as you listen through all the songs. I also went with Easy Jesus because it's like um it's cheap yak, it's cheap honey. Mm-hmm. My guys, um, we kick back and drink honey for fun. Um, we drink in general, whatever. But Easy Jesus, like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking. Yo, well, shit. I got a drink recommendation <laughs> for y'all niggas, son. Mango, or- what is it? Orange pineapple and Hennessy, son. That shit is great. Orange pineapple and Hennessy. I'll try it. Sounds tropical. Nigga, uh, it's not even tropical. It just like you know, you know that weird aftertaste you get like from orange like, juice, like that light aftertaste you get from Henny. You don't get yeah. that, and it's so super sweet. Yo, give it to your thotties when you kick it back. <laughs> Like OJ, OJ pineapple juice and honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Draws is dropping. Draws okay. is dropping. I'm gonna see what that's about. But pretty much, um, easy. <clears throat> e and J's. This is cheap liquor. It's like the cheapest brandy. Niggas in the hood mess with. Right. Yeah. I feel like with um this project, this is my second mixtape, but it's early on. I plan to do a lot more music. Yeah. So it's still like the beginning for me. That's are you another. are you still recording? Like you know, the, this is a pretty like weighty mixtape. I mean, not like super weighty. It's like fourteen tracks, but that's still a lot, I mm-hmm. guess, by like today's standards. Because yeah. if you're not from Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta niggas yeah. want to give you like twenty eight <laughs> tracks, twenty eight tracks and yeah. stuff like that. But Literally. it's still pretty like a lot. Is it? Are you still recording? Do you still have more in the stash? Or is there anything you left off of this? I have more. Um, I think everything that I wanted to put on it, I put on it. I have like tracks just sitting there. But yeah, fourteen is a lot. Moving forward, I actually don't think I'm gonna drop anything with that many tracks mm-hmm. until I don't until know until I'm on, I guess. Yeah, until they give you the money to drop all those yeah. tracks. Yeah, it's it's dope. Um, just like at this, I guess now at this point, like I don't want to. I, I, do I want to say what's next? I feel like not necessarily what's next, but like what do you? What's the, like, goal for right now? Like, you have your... I'm sure your goal six months ago when we recorded this podcast was to finally release this music to the world so you can get it out there so you have, like, a good, solid base that you can put your name on that everyone knows you from they can reference it. But, like, now, like, what is the plan now to, you know, just expand the Nas name? Besides, you know, Nasdaq. Nasdaq? (laughs) Nasdaq. Nasdaq. Yeah. Which might change. (laughs) Um, But yeah That's that's another story For another time Right Um, For now um, Like Like I said Like you know I put a lot of time And energy Into The project So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna Milk it Milk everything I'm gonna Promo Keep promoing Um, I got a More videos uh, More videos I I have a video That I haven't dropped yet I'm trying to yeah, more visuals. I plan to drop more visuals. Um, I know I have two performances coming up. Um, well, one is here at City College. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another one is actually next week, but I don't know the full details on that. I, I'm awaiting contracts right. and mm-hmm. stuff. So, so I don't, I don't guy, even know everything Follow this yet. guy on Twitter. Chances are you'll find it out or follow him on Instagram. I, I actually had a couple questions to ask you about your video, too. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, like, where did you shoot the Not Friends video? 
Cause I felt like it was in my hood. <laughs> yeah, it was. You probably <laughs> know it. where. And that's that's. I kind of want to keep it. Keep secret, it a secret. But I, you it know was, It was up there. It's uptown. I yeah. know it was. It's I was a, like, damn, I'll be smoking there all the time, yeah. nigga. Oh, <laughs> right. But like, all right. So how how much does the uh, you know the Nigerian influence? Because it's all in it's it's in the video for um for a fact for not friends. So yeah. it's like it's it's a heavy. It's like. Beyond the theme of the song is, which is like you know, whether you people are loyal or not or betraying and all that stuff. That sort of prominent theme, like the theme you use in your video to make it sort of visually engaging, was like your own roots and things like that. Like what, in terms of like, was it easy? Was it just like simple to you? Like you always wanted to do this, so you were just gonna do it. Well, the idea actually came from one of the producers, E Major. Must be the E. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hit me up one day. He was like, yo, it would be dope if we just, um, you know, for this video. It was um, the the bass line sounds like a bass line that could be hit with, like, drums. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what if we had a video where we had, um, we just, like, put our culture all over it and just had some guy, like, Hit into the beat. We wanted to put like a cutscene and everything, but right. that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, that's where the idea came from, and then I just like sat with it and connected all the dots, pretty much, with their help, of course. Mm-hmm. We just built on the idea. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a dope look. It's a very like you know, um, it's it stands on its own, especially when. We're talking about usually that's only you only really see it in sort of the Nigerian music that drops. Yeah. And like, you know, for beyond um I think maybe beyond Risk Kid and, you know, <coughs> who else dropped? Who was that um what's his face that signed the good music? Oh, okay. Um, the, um, band. the singer? The band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides that, I don't think anyone and yeah. they have it's just, usually Afro pop. Yeah. You'll see it you'll see that aesthetic in an Afro pop video. They they've just barely cracked the surface of any sort of United States exposure. So it's like yeah. this is really if you get big, this is really yeah. just like, you know. You know, I've really noticed in like the last two years, like going out, like there's like a like people make time for Afrobeat. Yeah. People make time for it, like, because there's a huge African community in New York. Like, it used to be, like, once you hit, like, a certain hour, you're going to get that reggae set, you're going to get that soca set. But, like, then, like, out of nowhere, Afrobeat set comes yeah. down. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Afrobeat. So, so when did you start pretty much, like, taking rapping seriously? Mm-hmm. And I know this is a very generic question, and I just... I, I'm, I'm, I've got a plan with this, so... Go. I, 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 <laughs> I say late 2012... Late 2012, yeah. Mid to late 2012. And then it's like, so it's just because I know you record a lot now. So was it just like an e- just like a real easy thing to get attached to? This is something you really want to do? Because you record a lot now. Yeah. Like, you know, you got your own home. Studio. Home studio where you do all that, you know. Um, you got, you know, plenty of features on this album. You got plenty of people that we know, you know, Song Dance, J Rekka. Where'd you found that nigga? Julian <laughs> Steven. Where'd you find that nigga? Like, I'd be trying to find that nigga. <laughs> Gotta give a quick um, shout I out. I can't find him right now. Let me give a quick shout out to Julian because he just dropped a trailer for his, like, project that's coming up. And it's he very, dropped that shit? Yeah, it's on Instagram. So you catch him at Julian Steven. But yeah, he just dropped a trailer to his project that's coming out, which is, I assume, is just gonna be nuts. But, um,. Yeah, you got a 
been in the booth with a lot of different people and it's just like how how fast is the recording process for you now is it like and the writing process because i know like when you write and when you rap like after a while you kind of get momentum you just kind of get in the flow of things so like how fast is it now from like two 2012 like four years ago even back then i'd say um i would write my verses pretty quickly only thing that's changed now I started taking my time on the verses because I wanted to um, craft them better. Um, yeah, pretty much take the time to make them better. Mm-hmm. But now I don't. I don't really even write now. I um like kind of just record right. I wouldn't say freestyle. Like I'd run the beat and think up like four bars. You do one of them whole things. Just yeah, like, pretty much. Just lay the four bars. And, some, some, some. Yeah. One of them 30-hour stuff. Take them back to school. Cause yeah. It, yeah. That's that was, what I'm doing now. I feel like the music just feels really that way. Yeah. It, I feel like it does, too. Like, there's for some reason... Like, clearly, like, you know... Um, I know 2 Chains does that. and he, He's clearly not the most lyrical rapper, but everything that he says is just, like, pungent and just, like, it sticks yeah. for an obvious reason. I think it's because he goes <coughs> that way. Same with Lil Wayne. You know, after a while, when he just started, he ripped up his entire book of rhymes and he did that long-ass song. Yeah. And then he just decided, yo, I'm just going to start spinning off the top. And everyone, like, he had one of the greatest runs. I think there's a connection and people sort of really feel the sort of authenticity yeah. when you go that route. That's what I do these days. But in doing that, I still write sometimes. Mm-hmm. In doing that, though, that's actually made my writing even faster. Um, oh, that's dope. Mm. The 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 mixtape is great. Thank you. That shit is fire. Full Thank you. set of songs. <laughs> it's already been reposted on our SoundCloud account if you have not listened to it. If you want to get at least a taste, um, listen to the... We'll go on YouTube, type in a single, Not Friend. You can see the entire visual there. Um, you can listen to the project. It's got a lot of dope features on it. It's got a lot of great people on it. I recommend the intro. In terms of just like, do you have an idea for the next one? For the next project? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have this idea. Um, I don't know if I'm still going to do it. I recorded, I have like a few songs actually mm-hmm. recorded for it. Um, there was a day that I had sometime last year, which was a pretty eventful day and I just started making songs about it and I was thinking that could be the basis of the next project but that, that might still happen like I have the songs right um, Damn, I'm I don't know if that's the next project though but yeah it was a good day right it was a good day it was a good day alright yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good day Um. so yeah you can listen to it Um. Nas where can they follow you and like Check out all this great music. Oh, um, I'm on SoundCloud, NASDAQ NYC. That's mm-hmm. spelled N A Z D A Q N Y C. That's my handle as well for Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, and Instagram. Keeping it consistent because yeah. I don't. I have my meals on one thing and meals TV on the other stuff. Yeah, so one, uh, one for everything. Right. Nah, I keep the same name just about everything except for like Snapchat. True. Because um, they was plugging. They wasn't going to let me have that name. Yeah. You mentioned New York, you know. <laughs> Because it's part of your Twitter name anyway. Um, you mentioned New York, so I want to get everyone's take on this um, future and designer. Oh man, um, have, are you have you heard or have you are you yeah. familiar with it? So essentially, you know, designer dropped this song. It, it was a couple months. It's actually a while ago. Designer dropped the song Panda, 
and has really been blown up on New York radio now. And like you know, early people were just er, anyone who listened to it pretty much early was just like this guy sounds exactly like future, like future, like he's biting off future. This guy's a New York future. He's Sabaro future. He's like you know. Everything's sort of a New York centric. Instead of talking about perky Percocets and stuff, he's talking about scamming and credit yeah. cards and shit. That's the New York. So yeah. it's like now you've got it's now even on a broader scale since he was intro- introduced to the world on a bigger platform on the <coughs> Life of Pablo Kanye's album that he released. Over and this he was past signed week. to Good Music. And, and I, was, was I thought that was the craziest signing I ever heard of. You but, think so? But when I really think about it, a lot of niggas were signed off one song in a video. I feel like. Considering yeah. now that Pusha T is the president of Good Music, I feel like this is his first. He's trying to get like a young, vibrant He's something that's yeah something He's that's really pushing the envelope. And he, I feel like he, he sees something in it that he, they can at least mold. Exactly, it's like with Good Music, you have such great, um, you have such great resources at hand. Mm-hmm. You've got Ye if he's going to be there. You've got Travis Scott as a producer. You've got Pusha T for, like, to consult you on your shit. Right. So you've got, like, a good team around you, and I think that's smart. you got smart. High with the bars. Sci-hi Yo, with the bars. Son, the he'll ghost be... bars, B. Yeah. He'll be writing shit. He'll be... He got you with the ghost bars. You got, you know, Big Sean, you know. You got a yeah. lot I of feel friends. like Designer would give that nigga a noogie. Like, I don't know. Sean. Designer's like 18. <laughs> Designer's oh, he like... 18? Yeah. I thought he's, he was, like, 22. Young. Yeah, he's really, really young. He's, like, 18. Um, but how do you feel about the Designer Panda song, first of all? Well, I actually heard about the song a while back. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to make it sound like I was the first one on, but, but probably kinda, like two months ago. Do um, it. I don't care. <laughs> um, Who cares? It's real shit. One of my friends, um, who's actually happened to be a scammer. <laughs> um, no names, no names. <laughs> knows him. Uh-huh. So he was, um, he was talking to my brother and he was like, he played him the song. Um, he was like, "Yo, it's my boy. He's blowing up." Um, so that's that's when I first heard it. I, f- I first heard it. Um, I guess it was via Twitter because there was definitely this debate with Tax Stone and like everyone else because Tax Stone supports him because he's from New York, obviously, yeah. and everyone else is like, "This guy sounds like Future," and you know, you know, the song sounds exactly like Future and all of that other stuff, which I don't disagree with. Yeah, I don't disagree with it either. Yeah. Um, I first heard this shit when my boy Ace Manuel, like, he's he's from Jersey, but he's, like, always on, like, the underground music scene. Mm-hmm. So he, like, he threw that up there real quick when he's talking to this producer we know named Dollarman. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I saw the track, and I was like, let me click this shit. I played this shit on the monitors in my house. I was like, damn, this shit is hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard-ass record. And I'm like... Yo, I can't be mad at niggas, like, biting, like, the Atlanta sound because it's the internet age. A lot of niggas... <laughs> a lot of niggas gonna bite each other's rec- records and styles because it sells. The fact that I have, you know, dedicated space to this on my phone means I mess with this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OD, and, OD. I, have, I, I think I checked on Serato. I played this shit, like, five times in the last week. I played it in the rotunda. I didn't care if it was clean or not. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I didn't care. Yeah, there was one guy that was like, yeah. damn, <laughs> as soon as the, it's the dope, It's dope music. I give it that. Like, it, sound, it sounds really good. But I think people are mostly caught up. You know what's weird? It's like people are mostly caught up in the future and, and designers. But sort if of, you pick apart all those Atlanta artists, like the top tier, mm-hmm. you can pick apart parts where it's like each one of them sounds similar to the other. Yeah. And so no one says anything about that, but when this nigga comes out, it's like, it's a huge issue because he's from New York. And I was like, 
I think that's what it is. I yeah. think really that's what it is. That's what it's it a, is. It's his, a New York. I mean, people don't really like the New York sound. His he, voice though is very yeah, similar yeah. too. I thought he was British when I first heard it. I feel like I don't know. I feel like if you listen to, his, I mean, it's close to future, but it's like it's not the same. There's a bit of like tonal differences yeah. between his voice and future if you listen to it very very carefully. Mm-hmm. But um, he's a. Uh, the ad libs too. Yeah, definitely the ad libs. But I think I don't. Everyone's know. doing ad libs. Yeah, Maybe it was right, the beat. Right. I got, I really got to hear more, and that's really what I was trying to touch yeah. on. Like all this debating makes me actually want to hear more, and I don't Absolutely. necessarily want to go back and listen, but I want to see what he does from here on he out. Has, um, on his SoundCloud, he has one other song, and that's like a feature though. Okay, yeah, yeah. I heard it, it once. I don't even remember. It's um, uh, I I want to see what he does next as opposed to like what's because it's it's easy to just pick him apart over what he's done. Obviously, he was just like, hey, you know, I love these future tracks. I'm just gonna keep, you know, I'm gonna, you know, he's obviously influenced by that style. But I just want to see what he does from there. He's on good music. I'm assuming Pusha has, T. I resources. I feel like Pusha T is such a student of the game that he's just gonna give him the the accurate advice into what to do next. And because he's just like, even Pusha T, you know, his, you know, his projects do fairly for Pusha T because I don't think he's that, you know, popular as a rapper. It does fairly well for just Pusha T standards. Intercontinental champion in rap. Right. And I think he's just like, he's going to do well because of that. I think he's going to, I th- I hope, that's what I hope at least. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not like a one <clears throat> hit thing. Like for instance, like Chief Keef and how that happened. Just like the I mean, I, Chief you know, Keef. don't like it was just like he's got more records, but don't like was the record and yeah. nothing even came close. Yeah, it's it's like he's got this sort of glass ceiling with don't like. He can't like jump over that hurdle. He's sort of always stuck at the bottom. And I think that's m- probably likely and more than one hundred percent his fault. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like yeah, I think it's his fault. It's um. <clears throat> But other than, I guess, the music, there's this hilarious, you know, news story about this 18-year-old kid, you know, Malachi Love Robinson. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, he's an 18-year-old who opened up his own clinic. Which uh, At first, when I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, my God, this kid is, like, just changing. Because, you know, there's plenty of young, you know, kids who, like, are doing crazy important things that we don't highlight because, you know, our show is probably just full of ignorance and hilariousness. But there's a ton of young, you know, kids that are just, like, pushing stuff and doing everything. So I'm like, oh, crap. He's, like, 18-year-old with his own doctor's clinic. Oh, he was homeschooled. This guy was not licensed <laughs> to do any of this. He was wilding out. He was, he, def- he was definitely, like... When asked about it, he was totally, like, you know... Mad calm about it. Not even calm. It wasn't even calm. It was just, like, why are you confronting me about something that you don't necessarily know? Oh, he gave him I'm Ben doing? Carlson responses. Yeah, he said, have you seen the news report? Mm-mm. So I kind of want to pull it up. But, um, so his name essentially now is Dr. Love. Dr. Malachi Love Johnson. And... Doctor in quotation marks. He, you know, he had his own, I guess his own clinic. He, um, let me see. Come on. I hope this is it. You gonna pull up a vid? Yeah, there's definitely a vid. So this definitely reminded me of the Little Rascals and, like, Vincent Adult (laughs) Man from BoJack Horseman. Like, it's definitely, like, a kid posing, like, as an adult. Right. (laughs) So here's the, I'm gonna... I don't know why I keep clicking on Safari. I'm an I'm an idiot. This is 50 episodes and I'm still doing this thing. Um, but yeah, it's just you know the ultimate finesser because this is, the fact he was able to do this. Um, let's let's turn off the sound a little bit. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a bit. So 
he's uh he got arrested. He got released on twenty one thousand dollars bail, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> he showed up to the interview for Good Morning America with his grandfather because you know someone had to drive. Um, <laughs> right. He got McDonald's after. I'm sure. Um, what do you think he got as a Happy Meal toy? Uh, you know, uh, duck bill clam. I think yeah. Duck bill clam. Yeah. That's right. for a girl's toy. Um, let's see. He has for a girl's toy. Is it? Yeah, it's up. Left and allegedly practicing medicine without a license, and last Get month he proudly showed off his medical center to our affiliate WPFB. This is the New Birthing Life Medical Center. But peel back the tape, and the sign on the door has his name and these two crucial letters. MD. And that sign on the door was actually due to be changed. There are many types of degrees out there that hold the title as doctor, whether they are a physicist or an engineer. Just because someone has a title doctor in front of their name does not necessarily imply MD. Have you had training? I have. I have shadowed many doctors. You're saying <laughs> your training comprises shadowing other doctors, real doctors. That's your training in medicine. Your training comprises of a lot of things. But you weren't in med school. Exactly. So I am not. I am not portraying as as an MD. I've okay, never said you... that I've gone to school to be a MD. But the t- okay. okay let, let's let's stop right here. Let's stop it. right here. First of all, this is this, his, this clip. This, this pic right here. This photo. This is his like this MP. His official MP doctor file. photo where he's like <laughs> he's got his like toy stethoscope around his neck and like his Fisher Price one and like he's got this little crazy like mad 17 year old mohawk. He's got the glasses of every nigga that was bullied in middle school or high school. <laughs> it's it's fucking crazy. And then he got the mohawk cut. I'm like you you really respect the doctor with a mohawk cut? You can if you know anything about body language, you can tell that he's lying. Just from the way his eyes are sort of darting around mm-hmm. as he's and he's not even yeah it's like the, he wrote the lies on his eyelids the and interview shit and trying to read them the interviewer is not even in the same room and he can't look straight it's mm-hmm. crazy so he's like um, he pretty much like he's he, he's posing as an MD um, before the the cameras came he sort of put a white tape on it to, so it didn't say MD but then they just peeled it off and it was like <laughs> MD um, he's you know. <laughs> Let, let's see. Let's see what he's, you know, just about. Medical Center website, including phototherapy, food and air therapy, and naturopathy. What the hell is air therapy? I don't know, but naturopathy sounds like you put grass up there. <laughs> <laughs> I have been studying this particular field for a while. Yo, Ben Carlson um, Jr. may not have been eight years, nine years, ten years, but it has been long enough to, I would say, justify. Um, what I do. Including apparently treating the elderly. In a criminal oh complaint, my. an 86 year old woman said he recently treated her for severe stomach pain, paying him nearly $3,500. Oh, what Dr. services did you provide okay. in exchange for that money? I can tell you this accusations are merely accusations. And services, you'd have to define that. Um, whether she paid for me to just show up, that's up to her. You're not. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, my question though is, she good? I don't, yeah. Yeah, because you don't know what his like. No, I mean, if she uh, was cured, <laughs> I mean, this guy has some sort of merit <laughs> as a you know yeah. physician, a natural aeropist. So apparently, like towards the end of the interview, not that it takes an, a, a turn for the worse, but it takes a turn of just like a turn. I don't know where you're receiving this information from, but it is inaccurate. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cut this in this interview short. I'm going to have to cut this in interview short. And in fact, he did. 
walking out the door. Walk back the door. <laughs> Grandma, I'm ready to go home. Um, but yeah, this Start is... Start the car. Can we go get ice cream? Pretty much. This is the most like interesting... I mean, I, I'd like to see what sort of merit he has in terms of his just track record and like... You want to see how many lives he saved? Yeah, I mean... I mean, he's also a gynecologist, and I was like, yo, the, you know what, crazy. to his credit, to his credit... He's like, all right, um, I'm going to have to see your, you know, your thing. Your your, your no-no parts? <laughs> your no-no parts, your... Um, Show me where it smells bad. Yes. Um, like, cough, please? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> you see if the vaginal walls always, yeah, contract Yeah, I don't know, coughs. that's always the fucking... That's always the weirdest part of the doctor. Cough, please. Um, nah, my co- my doctor never really touched my junk like that. Really? I mean, she a lady, but she never really touched my junk like that. Interesting. All right, well, get that checked out. Um, <laughs> it's all good, fam. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. It's all um, good, fam. Um, but yeah, so this is by far. It, this has no real place in this podcast, but it was just. It was funny as. It fuck. was just funny as hell. It's, it's just like funny Rachel Dozel. It's like when you find someone pretending. Like we found this out in Black History Month. We found out that this young man is like pretending to be a gynecologist and a doctor. And, like, OD, like, providing next-level scamming. <laughs> like, it's next-level scamming. Like, oh, man. You know how many... Panda like, remix. I just want to know if those patients is good. Yeah, we should... Yeah. I don't know. Let's ask that 86-year-old lady. I can't who, wait till their appa- malpractice suits come up. Who apparently dropped, like, three stacks on, like, t- for <laughs> severe stomach pain. No? 30, I think. 30 Nigga stacks? gave her a ginger ale. No, three. Okay. Nigga yeah. gave her a ginger ale. OD gave her a ginger ale. He's like, all right, I'm going to prescribe you some Canada Dry. Um... Schweppes, maybe I don't know. Here, take two, <laughs> two of these antacid tablets. Like, were his prescriptions going through? Because if he's a doctor and he's prescribe, he's gonna prescribe medicine. Do his prescriptions go through? Because no idea. You have to have a special like notepad for it. Unless he prescribes some over the counter stuff, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, in Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Florida, oh, Florida's a whack place. It's a it's, wacky place. I don't know. This whole, you know. They got this guy. They got Stand Your Ground. They got people who shoot black people. You know. They got Chloe. That's about it. That's true. Shout out to Chloe. They got you down there. Um, Not she up here, but whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. In music news, I guess this week, because I we, I guess we will just jump into music news. Mm-hmm. Um, several releases that really just came out of left field for no reason. Now niggas just decided to drop this shit because they was like, damn. Is like everybody, everybody putting something out. Everybody putting something out. <laughs> they waited until well. after Kanye. They was like, you know what? Let me just wait till <clears> after Kanye. Kanye happened, and then like Drake didn't drop anything yet. So it's like, oh, it's in April. <laughs> All right, cool. We got All right, time. We safe. We got we time. Safe. Oh, it is in April. Yes, yeah, it's, it's April. in April. He announced views from the sex will be released April 2016. So I really do think he struck out a deal with Kanye. Kanye said, "Let me put my shit out first. Let me I'm sure he did. I'm sure Kanye was like, "Yo, so fam, <laughs> when you putting your album out?" <laughs> oh, cool. April. All right. We got time. You want to go out with for some McDonald's or something? Nah. Man? He helped write 30 hours, by mm-hmm. the way. Someone said is I think it was like false crediting on the on the like the Wikipedia credits, but someone said was it Future and um Future and Drake had like writing credits on facts, and I was like, I guess. Nah, I, I think it was it. just the same cadence as Jumpman. That's what I. That's what. Um, I meant. but yes, in terms of just music releases this week, we have a new release from Yo Gotti, Mister Down in the DM, who has gained a new, pretty much close to a top twenty single from this record, Down in the DM, because you know. It's it's pertinent. It, it's it pertinent. tackles social it's media. Viral, it's viral. You know everything. what, Fab? You could learn something from this. <laughs> 
huh. did social media, right? Today. I think everyone would groan if it was a Fab song. Oh yeah. no, a Fab feels. It feels like Fab would do a remix, but Nicki, Nicki Minaj beat, beat him just, to it. Yeah. Or maybe he just acts Nicki Minaj and not Fab. But I feel like, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Down and DM song. I really just first listened to it in full like two days ago, because I was like, I see the song, I was like, all right, I get it. Um, I didn't even know that was Yo Gotti. I like it because it's very minimalist. I I mean I like the video. The video is hot. I like the song. the 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 part of the song Snapchat me that pussy has been stuck in my if head. If it's cool. Yeah. Um. Facetime me that pussy. Um. Ooh. But it's a the entire album itself. It feels kind of like a. It's a very consistent sound. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of like a updated version of a old Jeezy album. That's how it kind of feels to me. It's got this southern sound, but it's still pretty trap, but it's still like consistent in terms of all the 808s and the producers and all those things like that. I've been messing with this mic for like three minutes. All right. Um, here we go. Square up. No, it's not. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. It's bailing. Watch all right. out. Yeah. All right. But anyway, yes, this Yo Gotti album, The Art of Hustle, it is out in stores right now. Um in terms of just, how do you, how did you feel about that album? Yeah, I, I got caught up in the the way that the the feel was too consistent. Like there were no changes in like his cadence as a rapper. Nah. And I thought I thought this album was gonna go a lot like a lot of different routes mm-hmm. because there are so many sounds in Atlanta and so many producers that he could have worked with. Nah. You have to check it out. It's 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 not bad. I, I don't. It's not I, bad. It's not a bad album by any means. I think it's just like a. It's it's not gonna be a, a memorable album by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how I thought K Camp's album was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. his album was dope. And but like, it had you know, everything. K-Camp's it didn't. Album. It's, it's not going to be remembered or go any sort Chill, of I distance. Still, I play comfortable. Should I give it a listen? I just got title. Yeah, you made me get title. Art of so, Hustle. Yeah, should I? Yeah, give, yeah it give it a listen. It's it's got some tracks on there. It's, he's got features from Timbaland, K Michelle, Lil the Wayne. Timbaland feature was cool. Um, Future. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what else? Pusha T. I, I don't know why. Like I don't have the track list here. E forty. Um, so it, it's pretty good. Um, I just don't think it's like anything to write home about. You know what song I heard? Well, maybe it wasn't I heard for the first time, but definitely Travis Scott reminded me of it. Uber everywhere. Yeah, I like that song. Uber everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it, it's it's the YouTube comment said. You know what? I kind of like this brand of suburban trap. <laughs> and I was like, that is such an accurate name for this, like, just, like, very silly. But I don't know. Travis remixed it. I kind of mm-hmm. like it. Uh, it's very chill. Uber symbol on the fucking cover. Yeah. Uber everywhere. Let me see. I'm trying to get it. The original track is on the album, though. Is it? Oh, I was asking. This is that's this is Travis Scott. No, this is from a s- artist called Made uh, Made in Tokyo. Or made in Tokyo or okay. Made in Two or something like that. So, no, it's Made in Tokyo. It's just his name is like the end of his name is an abbreviation for Tokyo. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Then I'm. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> no, because I looked up the lyrics and I was like, "Who's this? Who's the original song by?" Yeah, it's 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 a pretty like chill song. I mess with it. Um, 
I just wanted to say that this week. Um, what else? We got Young Dolph. You listen to Young Dolph. Young Dolph, aka Gucci Mane, like aka, aka Trap Mumbles, aka. Right. <laughs> that's what he sound like. I don't get mad. I just get paid. It's it's, like, it's so funny because it's like the nigga could be excited, but like the way he raps will t- will not let you know that he's like. Really is there a excited. country for him when Gucci comes back? Yeah, definitely, nigga. What you think? They could probably come out with like a dual mixtape together, and that should be fire. I'm probably. I'm sure. It's on. There's no features on this, is there? Nah, he's just got a hot selection of producers. Mm. Um. Do you know any producers on it? I didn't. I I didn't even. I was going to get to it, and then I was like. I'm sure Carlos did. Let me pull up this right <laughs> I was now. like, I'm sure Carlos did. Um, Young Dolph, King of Memphis. Which was the same time that, you know, Yo Gotti's mixtape, who he's, I think he's also from Memphis, so it's kind of weird. It's kind of awkward. No, that's um, not awkward. That's like, that's love. They probably bought each other's albums and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. My shit on there was fuck it. <laughs> sure. Get Can't go pe- wrong with that. Get paid is going down. Them shits is hard. It's like it's like a very um got to bump it in my car ass. Production by Mike Will made it. Uh-huh. DJ Squeaky. Facts is a good joint too. Cassius J. All right, that was clever. Okay. Um, Drama Boy, Zaytoven, TM88, Renegade, Narden B. Narden B. B. Because of future songs, that's the only way I know it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's got a, it's a, it's a good you know Atlanta mix. People are, you know, Atlanta Atlanta rappers aren't really straying from the Atlanta mold. I mean, they're, they're putting money in each other's pockets, really. I feel that's really what it is. Like, you're not going to see, like, an Atlanta artist go after, like, for instance, like, Harry Fraud beats. Or The Alchemist. Alchemist. Um, only Currency does that. Cur- Currency dropped a project with The Alchemist this week. It's like... He got no, he got no choice. <laughs> what? What do you mean? He got no choice. Who are the other producers besides him and Harry Fraud he fucking with? I don't, I don't remember. I don't even remember, right? I feel like he does, though. Even though I like Currency and Harry Fraud together, are you, how do you feel about Currency, rapping Nas? Just like, are you? He's dope. Yeah, he's dope. It's just that it's like, I don't know. You he's... get tired hearing it because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this lazy, you know, all this lazy delivery that he drops. But it's just, you know, it's just his his cadence. Um, so Currency and Alchemist, I forgot what it's called. Um, I actually do have it here. Hold on, it's called Carrollton Heist. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that very classy. Um. What else dropped? Oh, uh, TM88 dropped another compilation mixtape. Really? So, like, he dropped like what he does like every few months is like he takes. I didn't songs, even know that. He takes songs that he's like yeah he does this a lot he um he takes songs he's produced over like the course of a couple months and he just sticks that like it doesn't matter if what what mixtapes or projects they were on he just sticks them on a compilation for free. Nigga, you were wrong. <laughs> oh shit, Young nigga. Dolph disses Yo Gotti. I knew it. First of all, all both these dudes look like thirty eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both of them look like thirty eight, um, but you know, ain't no point in them beefing though. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, Bj the Chicago kid dropped his. I think it, I believe it's his debut album. Um, called I have it on Apple Music because that's what I use because I'm still loyal to Apple Music even though everyone wants a title for like all of five minutes. Oh, I think everyone's got free 30 days, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know if it's Everyone's really got a good free 30 days. It's called In My Mind. Um, he's, This has been a long time coming ever since, you know. He's been out for a minute, like a long minute, like a what minute. Was it? He minute. was on studio with, like, his... his... His breakout song, but he's, like, I've heard his stuff even way before that. Um, it's a good soul. It's a good soul album. It's a good. If you like BJ Chicago Kid, it's like his old joints, but like taken to the next level. It's 
it's nothing, you know, crazy, but it's like, you know, he's got features from like Kendrick and Big Crit and like Chance the Rapper and, you know, just that sort of that sort of vein. He's also from, you know, obviously from Chicago, but he's a dope singer songwriter. I give him that. He, he drops a lot of dope stuff. In my mind is his first like just like solo st- studio album, his major label debut. There you go on Motown. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be received pretty, pretty well. Uh, I'm not sure. I gotta I give it a few it, more I listens. I have to give it a listen. I gotta give it a few more listens. I know. I feel like it's pretty solid. Um, let's see. Anything else that dropped this week? Do you were you are you listening to any tracks? Nas, are you listening to anything that you just like? Um, anything new besides Kanye? Nah, is it just only Kanye? Because we can get to Kanye. Yeah, I mean, today I was bumping Anderson Pack. How do you feel about that? I wasn't crazy about that. I just maybe it was just all together. It just didn't sound. You know what? It sounds like you know what Anderson Pack is like is like Thai food. Is it now? Yeah, it's like flavorful and good for you, but you're not very sure if you want to have this all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't even heard his latest um Malibu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna check that out probably today or tomorrow. But, like, his previous stuff, I thought Venice was dope. Mm-hmm. That's, like, two years old. And then he did something last year with um, that producer knowledge. Mm-hmm. I really like that. But, dope. yeah, I, I think he's dope. I got to hit it on Malibu. Um, Sage and Gemini dropped a song called I'll Keep Loving You. Isn't that, like, some shit to, like, his ex? Yes, because, you know, Jordan Sparks, apparently, he apparently broke up with Jordan Sparks. And now he's like, I'm writing love songs to get you back because I miss all this fine light skinness. And she's just like, nope. I knew that Pum Pum turn up. <laughs> yeah, nope. I, knew, I knew from a long time that Pum Pum turn up. <laughs> she was a Jason Derulo before. And I know, all this other I shit. know. And I was like, damn, Jason Derulo trying to win that box for everybody. I don't know, man. Fuck Jason Derulo. Yeah, word. Fuck Jason Derulo. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's Before we get to the life of Pablo, let's get to the Grammys. Did you, both of you, did any of you guys watch the Grammys? Yeah. I just... I watched the performances. Yeah, I seen the performance. Um, don't I a- feel don't ask me about the awards because I know they don't give a fuck about the thing. I, I like. feel like for like the umpteenth time in a row, I was tricked into watching the Grammys. <laughs> yes, you were because the way they, I love music. The Grammys used to be like the Super Bowl of music to me, and like. People get excited over the Super Bowl. I get excited over the Grammys, especially when I was blogging. And I remember I used to have to post up all the performances and write about there it. There were stuff days like you'd that. have to watch like two streams at the same time. It would be like whatever whatever basketball game the Knicks were in, yeah, and then the Grammys, or it would be the Grammys and like whatever. any wrestling thing yeah. that's on. But like, I remember, God, um, I just feel like the past couple of years the Grammys has been really really flat. And they like to do this thing where they sort of promote an artist to get you to watch. And then, like, the artist either does nothing major or just doesn't show up or they don't win anything spectacular. So they're touting these performances from Rihanna and, you know, Adele and The Weeknd featuring Lauren Hill. First of all, Lauren Hill never showed up. <laughs> because that's that's if you know Lauren She's Hill, in New Jersey. If <laughs> if you know Lauren Hill, you know that Lauren Hill, she's uber late to everything. Like all her performances start three hours to four hours late after it's supposed to, and then either that or she never shows up. And then when she does show up, she's she's been performing her songs now in like triple time. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
you're playing like lost ones, but it's like and it's like, man, I was used to this cool ass song <laughs> well, and she like the crills. It's That's like what it is. original tone. Like she performing I was watching a video yesterday where she performing um is it Lagos or Lagos? Lagos. Yeah. Like Nigeria? Yeah. So she performed there and it's just like it was cool, but just everything was so like triple time and it's like you can't even absorb what she did. It's on OK Player. Please, no ads. Hold on, doggy. Trying to get. All right. That's a. Message. Oh, that wasn't. That's a new. That's a different video. That's why. Hold on. Let's. All right. Go ahead. Ready? Nigeria, are you ready? Are you oh ready? You dropped out. Turn that T.J. up. Turn yeah. that T.J. up. She's still getting too technical. Legos, right? Legos. This is cool. But I'm like, why are you performing the song so damn fast? But it's, I don't know. But she like I don't know like even for the past couple of years she's been performing this like triple time cadence and I'm just like slow that down but I'm like you really want to leave like you got here four hours late and you're performing all our songs like thirty seconds faster like it's <laughs> it's disrespectful yeah it's like oh god so she didn't show up for the weekend performance the weekend's performance was the weekend's performance. Um, before he used to just really just stand around and sing, and now he just kind of does Michael Jackson leg work, and <laughs> <laughs> and performs that way. It's a lot of Michael Jackson leg work. Um, Taylor Swift opened the show with her like you know performance of songs that I don't know. Taylor, uh, yeah, I really want to pedigree her on a Marvel. Taylor floor. Swift makes <laughs> everyone who isn't white mad. <laughs> yeah, because she's the pinnacle of white Damn privilege. Right. I told you, her daddy, a Fortune 500 company owner. It's like, her music, to me, her music was, like, on Donald Trump's status, where it was sported with a small loan of a million dollars or some right. shit. It's just like, you know, and then, so, what? who else performed that night? Adele performed, and then, like, she had some um, malfunction with the piano, mm-hmm. so she was off-key the entire performance, so it sounded terrible, and it was, like, the first time, like, Adele, I mean, granted, she's still good. Eight million albums with this. Her album is the biggest selling album Definitely since got her paid last to fucking be at album. The Grammys. Yeah, so she's like, Either way, she, she's yeah. good, but it sounded terrible. She could have charted on stage. And it was like that good. one year when Frank Ocean sounded terrible, and I was just oh, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I was just, and he was like shook. That's why. Yeah, so it it, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar killed it. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar had the highlight of the night. Uh, it was it was the only, the only performance I saw. Not like the only performance with any substance. I want to say because there was other performances, but like you can tell, like they put an effort into that performance, and he put an effort into that performance. Whereas the Grammys were doing this thing where they were meshing like one genre with the next genre, so it was like this R and B soul singer with like Ellie Golden singing. Niggas thought it would be like a good way to like cross cultures, and and it was just like God, they got you know. And then when you see all the awards, so Kendrick Lamar pretty much won in the entire rap category and then some. Took home five Grammys. Um, 
Taylor Swift took home three Grammys, including Album of the Year, which, you know, I don't want to say I'm surprised. Fuck that bitch. Because I'm not surprised. Fuck that bitch. But I'm just like. Want me to say it again? Yeah, go ahead. Fuck that bitch. Um, I'm not surprised, but I'm just like, really? Like, on no. I don't get the disconnect between everybody else and the Grammys. And I, it really makes me think that there's some sort of um, politicking within the Grammys. Absolutely. Or some sort of, you know, <clears throat> benefits to being part of the Grammys in terms of how you want to, you know, you know, do stuff with them. Um, but there was on, on no one's list was um, Taylor Swift the best album of the year. It wasn't even the best album out of that group of albums Mm-mm. um i think a lot of people expected um i thought the weekend was gonna take it yeah i didn't think the weekend was gonna take it i knew they barely wanted to i knew because like prior to this album he was never nominated and i feel like they never was go if he didn't do the things that he did this year he would have never been nominated ever for a grammy mm-hmm. um it's like the dream he has a similar thing to the dream and the dream was never nominated but he only won when he was part of that you know watch the throne album um, but I don't know this Taylor Swift album. I'm like, I'm sure it's good as a pop album, but I'm just like, there's no way that this has any sort of cultural impact the way that oh, Kendrick the nom- nominations. It was Kendrick Lamar's "The Pimp a Butterfly." It was the gosh, it was the Weekend's "Beauty Behind the Madness." It was Chris Stapleton "Traveler," and then it was that band that everyone told me listen to. Um, but the black lady in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, what's that album? Come on, come on. I'm trying to remember. Um, anyway, um, but it wasn't. I thought either it was between Kendrick Lamar and the oh the Alabama Shakes. So it was, I thought it was between them and the Alabama Shakes. I've never listened to the Alabama Shakes. Everyone says you are wildin'. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, really, Twitter? Um, but Sorry, I think I'm, Twitter. Yeah, I think Sorry, I'm just going to listen to it. I think it's a good, I think it, they must be saying it's a good album for a reason. It's like one of those, people are not saying, like, you've got to listen to this, or it's not like this wily shit that's, like, thrown in your face all the time. But it's, you know, I don't know. Taylor Swift already won album of the year for another album previously. Now she has two album of the year. Um, it's not that I have an issue with that. It's just like, gosh, like. In terms of album that's relevant, like you're not picking the right one. And then she's like, she she wins the album, and then she goes, and then she hugs Kendrick Lamar, and it's like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> that's how I feel if I were him. Should, he should have pedigreed her. Like hug me because you won, and I'm sure he's just like, oh, this way, bitch. Why did I even bother doing this? This is song worse than Macklemore's text message. I think it was. He's he like, I pretend that I never got huh? that. He did a song with. He did Bad Blood. Oh, that's. There was a Bad Blood remix. With Kendrick Lamar on it, and he's just like it was. It was the number one song in the country for like a couple weeks, and I've been living under a rock, man. No, nah, that's cool. No one, you know, no we don't really. We we disregard. That, we don't. That yeah, we don't. We're not out here scoping Taylor Swift. Only every bad blood I acknowledge is a pay per view. <laughs> that's true, um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. Then you got the weekend one for best urban contemporary album, which I saw coming. But like, what is urban contemporary? But that was the that was the category with the internet and Kilani and Miguel and 
all those other albums, but R and B. That's like, basically what they yeah, want. Yeah, it's like R and B, but it's like it's not soul R and B, so it's counted as a different. It's like more contemporary R and B than anything. Like, well, yeah, urban contemporary. There you go. Um, but what? Who else won? Um, Justin Bieber got his first Grammy for the Diplo Skrillex record. Um, what do you mean? So you know he's got a Grammy. He's now Grammy Award winning Justin Bieber. So shout out to him. Um, shout out to Bieber Rally. Who else won? Yeah, pretty much rap category. No one had one, n- no chance. And I think it's kind of weird now because I don't like how much of it. Every year, it's sort of like a clear sweep for every rap category. Mm-hmm. Like either Kanye West wins everything, or either Kendrick wins everything, or either Drake wins everything. It's got to be a really slow year for some diversity with that. But um, I think this year will be a better year for rap. The Grammys was terrible. I will n- unless Rihanna was supposed to perform. Then she said, "Nah, I had gingivitis. Sorry." Gingivitis. Yeah. Teeth. Was it gingivitis? Laryngitis is of the throat. She might have said gingivitis. Gingivitis is of the teeth. Laryngitis is of the throat. She might have said gingivitis. Let me see. She said, "Mm-mm, Metro, Metro, Earth, Um, let's see. Boom. But it was it was came out that she had some meltdown at the Grammys, like, she, which I mean I don't blame. Like if she saw the show, she'd be like. Uh-uh. <laughs> and it just like it, it, and that. just like canceled because like that show was terrible. Like it was so boring for she like looked at, she looked at the um the the food cart and she's like, "What the hell is all this?" Yeah, I don't know. It was like it might have been No like, rice and peas? Let me see. Why did I type in Grammy's throat? Oh, yes, Grammy's throat. Throat infection. Where the fuck she get that from? All right. Travis Scott. Um <laughs> Wow. Travis um Scott. but Is that even a question? Yeah, I mean, she turned it down. So it was like there's nothing to watch. Like they don't they don't represent hip hop enough that they want to, or any sort of music that's just beyond the scope of like what they think is cool, and it's usually not. And then they wonder why their ratings are always not. I think she was just tight in general too. Like all the backlash she got for the work single. Nah, the work single is doing fine. It's the video is about to. The video is gonna drop it's like doing Monday. Fine, but they, remember all the like the the news articles and posts about it, and niggas calling it tropical house when it's really dancehall. I think that's just white people thing. Yeah, white people. <laughs> I think it's just white people. It's like this tropical house. <laughs> you mean dancehall? Yeah, you mean dancehall. Even the kicks ain't even right for. Tro- they, mean, the kicks ain't even right for house. Like, did you see this report? Um, you see this report that. They um they talked about parts in the hair, like how it's a new style now. And we're just like, what? <laughs> what? Like, I got a part in my head when I was six years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, really? Okay. I um, had cuts in my eyebrow, my nigga. That word. ain't nothing new to niggas. Oh, let's see. Um, let's talk about the life of Pablo. Oh shit, we got we got a fuck. The main event. So the Kanye West, um oh, after he didn't this one. after he didn't release his album last week Thursday, like we said, you know He's a liar. Yeah, he's OD he's, a liar. He's OD full of shit. Um he decided to make us wait. I think this is so I talked to Jimmy about this. Um shout out to Jimmy. He's said that this album is like organized chaos and I think that was sort of the promotion mm-hmm. behind it and how to because even the album itself was kind of like organized chaos and just like the promotion itself. So he said, hey, we're dropping this on the 11th. The 11th came and went and everyone's like, where's this album? Where's this album? He's still tweeting about like, you know, unimportant non-album stuff. Mm-hmm. like you Inspirational know. quotes and how like niggas want you to fail. And how, you know, 
textbooks should cost less and teachers should get paid more. And how Mark Zuckerberg should pay him. Yeah. I feel he said he's fifty three million dollars in debt, and I'm and like, I was like, you could re up and finesse, fam. I feel like, how much is your family worth? Is it debt if you spend your own money on stuff, or do you owe people money? I think he owes people money. I feel like, cause he's like, he's like, I spent fifty three million dollars of my own money on this. I'm like, it doesn't sound like you're in debt. It just sounds like you like. Lost fifty three. Yeah, million. <laughs> just mm-hmm. investing in yourself, and it sucks that you had to. I think he he would rather not, obviously, because he would just <laughs> it's just easier to have other people spend stuff and you get all their side promotion and stuff like that. I think he could easily recoup his funds. He so on Sunday, well, late Saturday night, early, early, early Sunday after the Saturday Night Live performance, um, he released the Life of Pablo to the world via, via title. title. Um, you could pay for it on title. They charge twenty dollars for it, and then I think they took cool. it down, and then it's back up again for twenty dollars. I think. Um, or you can listen to it free on title. I have some, you know, I don't have title personally, but I have a title account. Um, figure that out. Um, but I listened to the album. That's mine. How do you feel about this album? Nah, I want to know because we've been having this debate on on Facebook about this album, and don't worry about it. I think it's dope. I think I think it's dope too, but to say it rivals in any way my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, well, this is a very bit different beast. So I I said, <laughs> go ahead. One dark twisted fantasy came out. Three years ago. Nah, it came out like 2009. No, it came out 2010. It came out mm-hmm. 2010. Oh, yeah, I'm bugging. I'm thinking about, yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I'm bugging. Yeah, it came out, yeah, six years ago. Mm-hmm. So I had six years to sit with it and listen to it. Right. However, <laughs> many times I've heard it. <laughs> so, yeah, the first thing I'll acknowledge is it's really too early for me to really say. Absolutely. I got I to listen to um, Pablo. Pablo a bit more. A bit more, but... What I will say is, like, for me personally, mm-hmm. at the moment, I feel like I like it more. Right. Um, do you like it more or do you think it's better? Cause it's, I like it more. Okay, all right. Yeah. I can't say it's better. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I can't even argue about if you like it more or not. But I just feel like it's, I don't know. Like, I don't say My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is the perfect album, but it's close to, like, yeah, Freaking perfect yeah. of an album, like Not it's everything, to- yeah. everything, and yeah. then I like, like it's his, it's I, I, I was bugging though with the lyrics. Lyric, the lyrics, the are, lyrics. There's way more. He lyrics has yeah. regressed. I don't know if it's not the same ghost. It's obviously not the same ghost writer. Yeah. Like Rhymefest doesn't write for him anymore. <laughs> but um, it's uh, lyrically, this album is like regressed all the way back to whatever what it, it was it's before. Probably. I'd say it's between lyrically, Jesus and, it's like Jesus lyrically. It's like I'd Jesus. Say. It's yeah. very like minimal in terms of lyrics, but still it's, pretty. It's more about the it's message and the feeling. Rich nigga raps. I called it, and this is the first time I got to use this word, bombastic. Mm. Very. This is a reviewy ass word, by the way. Yeah. Bombastic. So you know, it opens up with this amazing song called Ultra Light Beams, and it took me a while to even get past that song. Just because it's like an incredible song, um, you have to break down all the portions. And it's like structured that. well. It's got this great chorus. It's this very gospel influenced song. It's got Kelly Price on it. Um, 
It's got Kirk Franklin on it. It's got probably Chance the Rapper's best verse yeah. of all time on it. I would want to watch Chance the Rapper perform that more and more and more. Yeah. Even though this album is not going to get that kind of play like that. Unless I, they go on a tour. I feel like it will. I mean, I feel like if you put Ultralight Beams on iTunes right now, based off of it, like the demand for the album, because I think there's still a demand for the album, even mm-hmm. though this album has been... Illegally downloaded over five hundred thousand times, reportedly. Ding. Soul train, soul plane numbers, um, but it's that song. It just took me a while, and then like you know, father stretch, stretch my hands part. Father one and stretch two. my hands part one and two. Um, Second half is like completely like panda. <laughs> for the first part, just to you know, everyone's in love with the Metro Boomin' drop. Mm-hmm. Um, Got Cuddy on the Metro. Got Cuddy, got Cuddy there, you know, Cuddy in rare form. And I it's mean rare weird. form as in non-terrible form. Uh, <laughs> it's so strange when I, like, look at this album as a whole and I start to pick it apart because it's, it's like um, it's like a yay timeline. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a... I can see the points where he sort of changed the direction on this album because mm-hmm. he kept a lot of things that were very, very old, and he recorded a lot of things that were very, very recent. Mm-hmm. For instance, I think everything, I think Real Friends and 30 Hours and, you know, a couple other songs were very recent songs, recently recorded songs. Um, but I think the songs like, you know, Ultra Light Beam and Father Stretching My Hands and things like that, when the album was initially called, like, So Help Me God, I think maybe those yeah. were the songs that were on there. Especially Ultra Light Beam. It's a very yeah. distinct, there's like a, there's like a very, you know, um, I won't say biblical, but in terms of just like a spiritual section of this album, and then there's this like other part of the album, which is just like life. And I think that was more of the waves in the Switch era. Um, he's got designer on this album which you know the designer drop we we initially like we were like no he blended the song in it and then it was like no he actually used part of the song in the yeah. song and it was a great look for the song because i know i know everyone's going to be looking for the full version of panda now mm-hmm. so it's a it's it's a great look um famous feature in rihanna i don't really like that song i don't know because the feature was like it, it seems so phoned in yeah it seems so phoned in and like asked for at the last minute i think you know what's you know what i I, I was talking to Jimmy as well, and um, I said, you know, he, he Waves was last second. Waves is why the album was um delayed because Chance the Rapper like demanded. He was like, yo, you gotta put Waves on this album. It was it ended up being featuring Chris Brown. And I'm like, yo, Chris Brown does not belong on this album. Mm-mm. The weekend doesn't belong on this album. I feel like it's too. A lot of features don't fit. Song. The f fuck my life. Yeah, I I feel like they don't belong yeah, in this my, album. My show is faded. Faded? I hate fade. Fade is fade. my shit. I hate fade. Nah, like, you got like it. as a person who like understands how people make music, mm-hmm. like how people produce. That song is so brilliant. That's like four different. It's like it's Kanye. It's very Kanye. It's four mm-hmm. different samples going on at the same. So- and like I know all the songs and like a lot of their history, like Deep House and mm-hmm. how Deep House sh- started in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, Ye never stops rapping Chicago. Right. That's one fact I've always known about him, and that's one thing that made the, the track so smooth to me. But it's also got that Yeezus-y feel. I don't know. Ever since you've been hanging out with them white women. Oh. It's got, like, this blurred line between, like, Yeezus and, like, things that are, like... 
prior prior yeah it's like it that's why it's so beautiful it's a, it's got a little bit of everything in it it's got a little so bit of beautiful. records that sound like you know late registration more graduation i don't want to say anything far back to late registration or even college dropout mm-hmm. cuz i think those were a little bit more um the lyrics in terms of and the themes of those albums yeah. were a little bit more personal and these are less personal these are more like you know huge bombastic ambitious you know all these sort of type of things um it's Freestyle 4 with Designer. I just hate that song. I don't really, I'm not really feeling it. And Designer, like, a lot of the features are very, like, some of the features are so fucking short. Yeah. They're so fucking short. And you know he's like, you know, this is this is the amount of bars I want. This is what I want on this album. Um, that thing. was Designer? Designer, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I really thought that was future. <laughs> no lie. Oh, man. Um, Wolves. I feel Wolves. like Wolves is my shit, and I have the yeah, um, Wolves is up there. The OG have, version, yeah, I got the OG version with Sia like, and Vic Mensa. I was like, that makes I, it a little I bit had, better. Had I, to get that. I thought it was like I, I listened to this. I like this is what y'all guys were begging for. This piece of shit. Um, I like the little Frank Ocean interlude at the end, mm-hmm. even though I feel like he phoned. He definitely phoned that in because I feel like he was just like, nah, He's I'm like, just gonna yo, play do this it in again. my room. Do it again. Do the he just, shit I do, but do it again. He just covered it in his room. It was like, here, you can have that. Um, here, here's this garage band file <laughs> off my MacBook. Um, 30 Hours. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that song. Like, it's it's not... For me, it didn't strike me at first because it was very, like, plain Jane in mm-hmm. terms of everything else that was released here. But it's just, like, it feels so... In terms of when you were talking about the lyrics and stuff like that, just, like, freestyle and just, like, yeah. spin and stuff, it feels like that. It feels just, like, more authentic than anything on the album. And it just, like, it's, like, a, it's about love. And it sense it's, like, you know, he drove 30 hours for, you know, this girl. It's it's a bit different. Yeah, it's a bit different than everything on the album. Mm-hmm. Then you got Real Friends, which sounds better than it did initially to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you facts. Got, you got the rework. Yeah, facts with ten times better. Yeah, because it's like it feels much more solid and it feels less like a Jumpman clone. Yeah, even though it is a Jumpman clone. Od. Um, I think he really thought that record was gonna be sticking around and rotating by the time his album dropped. I'm Kanye. Ha. Everything I make is hot. I touch the world. Uh. Um. Something along those lines. Um. I don't know this entire album itself. The way I want to look at it is like Miles Davis during like the later portion of his career mm-hmm. when he went crazy and had like a fucking perm. I feel like he's it's, this is his bitch's brew. I feel like this is it's as abstract. It's like it's not it's not made it's not made for consumption. If this album wasn't as good as it was, everyone would have wrote off Kanye and things might have not have turned out the best for him. I feel like remember when Britney Spears shaved her head bald and was beating niggas. Had cars. a breakdown? Yeah, had beaten niggas' cars with umbrellas and shit. Mm-hmm. That might have happened to Kanye. I feel like it would eventually have broke down. But I think because this the out the music is still intact. You remember that picture you posted of the nigga in the underwear with the gun walking around the street? That was Cuba Gooding Jr. playing OJ. And you were like, yo, this is gonna be Kanye in like nine months. Yo, it was crazy. <laughs> it's about to be him in nine months. Do you see the stuff he's tweeting? He's obviously <laughs> off his fucking rocker. But um what could it just be publicity? I feel I, like it's, it's that. It's I always it's a, a mix combo of that. Of both. It's a it's it's a strong mix. It's of like that. let me use my breakdowns to make this a little stronger. And then and now he has pretty much me. like Kardashians are like free promo for him. Like mm-hmm. it's a worldwide access. It's access to like a worldwide. They're the most popular human beings. They on expanded Earth. his network. Pretty much. Can't get so, mad at that. 
He married. He's another nigga that married for power, most definitely. Um, but overall, this album, I wouldn't rank it. I don't want to say I'd rank it in the best Kanye, one of the better Kanye albums. But then again, like it's kind of shaky, because I don't. For me, I don't know. A lot of people put College Dropout pretty high up there. I think he's had multiple albums better than College Dropout. But I think just the sentimental value and everything that was mm-hmm. put into College Dropout yeah. makes it a great, great album. Um, but I put this, like, if we're ranking Kanye albums, because at this point it's like you don't rank him with the other people. You mm-hmm. rank him against himself. Unless you're doing it by year. If you're doing it by year, you rank them with the albums that came out that year, and then you look at I the... couldn't even... It, it'd be hard to do that, because I think everything is way more, like, fresher and contemporary than... He, I mean, no, he is. He's still pretty current. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say this is, like... None of the Kanye albums have been terrible, but this is, like, the second to... Second to worst album... Which one was the worst? Yeezus to me. I can't stand Yeezus. I love Yeezus. Can't stand Yeezus. Um, I can't stand like it's ten tracks, and I still I can't stand like seven of them right now. Um, yeah, and then like Kanye I don't, don't got a worse album, man. He <laughs> he don't have a worse. I don't I, like. He don't me, have a bad album. Yeah, yeah. when I ranked them, yeah. I I really can't. I I like to say it's tough. Yeah, yeah, because he's everything's good. Yeah, like nothing's bad. Like he's seven for seven. Except, like, Cruel Summer. That was kind of... That's not Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> That's not Kanye. It's a collaborative effort. Um, I don't really count Watch the Throne. You don't count Watch the Throne? I count... I mean, I'll Watch throw the... it in there because it's a, it's a duo. It's an album. It's still... You still spin on it. I'll probably be the worst hands. one to me. Watch the Throne? Yeah, I think, yeah. My least favorite. God, it makes me wonder what Jay-Z is doing now. I don't know. I think I feel like he's scrapped his plans. Jay-Z? I, think, yeah, I feel like he's waiting for, like, whatever happens in April. I feel like... I'd be super interested if you decided not to drop a commercial shit and just decided to, like, yo, I'm just going to spit. I think that would be the best route for him right now and just go on a different set of... Like, he can still have, like, you know, the popular beats from all the popular rappers, but don't really go back to, like, the Pharrells and, like, the Timberlands to, you know, to build the album. I think... But he rarely he ever... drops songs. No, I feel like there's certain certain producers he could go back to, but they've got to collaborate with more current producers. I feel yeah, to, like, update the sound. Like he could have something by like the Heat Makers, and then like have like I don't know like like Sunny Digital do a touch up on it and see like. See, I can't even see like him on super trappy, like I could, but then he like he does this thing where he plays two chains, like on Drunken Love mm-hmm. and like this other song by the Dream. Um, that was on the Dreams last album, no, the album before the last album, but um, yeah, I can't. Yeah. If he does another album, it has to be some soulful. Yeah, some it has to be some like real shit. I don't think people will, you know, accept another Magna Carta Holy yeah. Grail. I think we we were trapped into the hype of it all, and everyone's yeah. like, "Oh my god, yo, have you heard Picasso, baby?" And like three years later, now I'm just like, "Yo, what were we on?" Dude? Yeah, <laughs> hype. hype That's how I feel about Watch the Throne as well. Yeah, we ate that shit. The hype. He was like, "What were we on, Picasso, baby?" Like, ugh, Oceans. What the fuck was that? I thought Oceans was tough. But... I didn't like Oceans. I thought it was Oceans is along the lines of you remember Minority Report from um. um... 
Yeah. The album that was terrible, Kingdom that we Come. I can't even remember the name. <laughs> and everyone keeps talking to me about like Volume 2 being his bad album. And I was like, do you guys not remember Kingdom the thing Come? With, volume did 2 we get... just had mad songs, but Volume 2 has some gems. Exactly. And I was like, did niggas get hit with the MIB flashlight? Yeah, Kingdom, Kingdom Come. Come was... Does title come with that? Like, you look at it and then the screen flashes red. And you not even Beach Share holds up. Like, <laughs> Beach Share was like the gem off that album. And it's like, ugh, now it's like whatever. Like Lil Wayne jacked the beats and made a better album. Kingdom Come, <laughs> I think my favorite. I don't even know. Kingdom Come. I my favorite was the intro. That was my favorite track. The the Kingdom Come song, the one that sampled the. Um, you can pull it up. You know what song I hated? Which song? What I remember that when song? I was. What's that song? It was like the video. It was like the video. Show me what you got. Yes, absolutely. Oh my god. And wave. And wave. I was like, this is what you come back to. What are you doing? It's 2000 and something. Don't give me call and response raps. Yeah. Um, The prelude. The prelude. That was Uh, my favorite track. um, Yeah, I can't remember any of that shit. I don't feel like going back to listen to it. Um, I just remember Mad. Minority Report. It was was some soulful shit. Minority Report was him being like conscious, and then it was it was like cool, but I feel like it's so like staged too. Yeah, because I feel like people want to hear what he has to. say. That's what he, it's like when he gets conscious. Yeah, yeah. he knows that people right, want. So I can see why you don't like oceans like that. Yeah, I feel like people know when he wants to be. He knows that people want to hear from him when big things go on, and he decides to only. Forced. Yeah, he decides to only put it in rhymes, and then it's like it's this kind of theme to the record. It's like, ugh. yeah. And then, like, the rest of the album, I can't even, like, stomach it anymore. I don't even play it, like, Fuck With Me. Even though that, I think now that one's still... Fuck With Me, you know I got it. Yeah, that one. It's just Ross and Jay. I think Ross and Jay never really and put that, out a bad record together. And that Mike Will Made It record. The one with that... Dun, 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 the shit with the horns. Where you talk about Molly Sarkis. Somewhere Sarkis. in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere in America. But, God, it was... It but was... see, Jay-Z, he's such a... Dope rapper, mm-hmm. like I don't think even all those tracks, Minority Report, I mm-hmm. don't think any of them is whack. But like in the scheme of his work, yeah, yeah I definitely don't want to listen yeah, to any of those things. But I can listen to them. Yeah. But I just, yeah, it's a, it's sweep a... them under the rug. You know, it's something no one ever really talks about. It's like Jay Z jacking people's style or that shit like that. No one ever really touches on yeah. it. And then everyone wants to point fingers at Jay and I mean Drake, uh, Drake and Kanye and shit like that. And I was like. Your favorite rappers are fucking dick riders. Let's let's be real. I feel like he's always jackers. with an album. He's always had people to sort of build the sound and build mm-hmm. the entire motif to the album. Exactly. Like um, the last one was the Timberland and Pharrell, and I feel like he should never do that again. I feel oh, like those. Yeah. It was just too like. It sounded good. It sounded like a good idea back then because Timberland and Pharrell were kind of on fire, but it was just like. It's just too much. It's nothing, like, real anymore. Like, the production doesn't grab you as much. It's just like, oh, this is just Timbaland and Pharrell doing their shit. In 2016, I don't want anyone to ask Pharrell to make them beats unless they're, like... Unless like, they're, like, 2001-ass beats. Like, boom, 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 like all them spacey no, ass no, no, shit. No, Push I, his last joint had Pharrell production? Any, did Pharrell produce anything? I think he... One or two. More than I don't like even this. know. No, I know Timbaland produced... A couple joints on that album, but I don't know if Pharrell produced anything. But I was like, yeah, I can't. I'm I'm kind of over, you know, Pharrell production right now. Yeah. Um. Cause like it's too like I think he needs to do things for more people that are in pop mm-hmm. than like not touch rap for a little while. Um. So Carlos, what do you want to rate this album as? 
uh, Life of Pablo? Yes. All right. So, um, I only... He talked about bleaching assholes, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I knew so. that was coming because Jesus was mad wild with the lyrics yeah, of eating so, asses. Yeah, you know, if I, you know, just after that great sermon that he delivers, if I fucked a bottle. Yeah. You know, and, and she, she bleached her asshole. The juxtaposition. The juxtaposition. That's what I feel like. That's what Hove like. <laughs> I feel like he used that word in a lot of interviews, and I feel like he was Jedi mind tricking niggas. And it was the exact way he said it. He was like the juxtaposition, <laughs> and I'm we just like word nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh. ass hat. <laughs> this nigga's a fool. I feel like that he Odie schemed us. Like he Odie. He's the master spinner. He's the master schemer. Like, he's the ultimate finesser. Oh, definitely. Between him and 50 Cent. Yeah, he's the ultimate finesser. Them niggas finesse their way out of interviews um, all the time. But yeah, what, what are we rating this um, The Life of Pablo as? I love the latter half of this album. The first half of this album isn't hitting so hard. You don't like Ultralight Beams? Ultralight Beams isn't, like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't touch me. Oh. Like, because I didn't, first of all, first of all, Kurt Franklin comes out, and I'm, like, not a big gospel person. Sure. But that fucking chance versus fire, uh-huh. and then like that that little vine that they used at the beginning. Oh yeah, to introduce it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um, but um, like the designer features was weird. Him using panda for father stretch my hands part two was weird as fuck. Uh, the Cudi and Metro Boomin shit was hard. Um, faded is still like in my mind like the hottest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, let's see. Like, running down the line, I really want to give this, like, a 3.5. Mm-hmm. It's not super perfect. Mm-hmm. It could have been shorter, and it could have been a lot tighter with the features. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott not being on this album lets me know Ye's thought process on this album. Right. I mean, he was, you know, his spirit was there. His yeah. spirit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his spirit his was there. His purple ghost was there. Right, his spirit was there. I'm sure he had it. He had a hand in a, a number like, of these He's like, put that snare there. Right. Um, Nas, what do you think of this album? You don't have to rate it. You can just tell us what you think. Kanye never missed to me. All right. Uh, he never. I mean, it's not a miss. It's not a miss by any stretch of the imagination. It's I just, think it's, it's I, almost perfect, if not perfect. I feel like this to is me, like, lyrically, album. he's regressed and it's just Absolutely. like, ah, I like, feel like this is his best album creatively, but commercially and, like, I just I just don't see it like doing super huge numbers. I feel like this is a I don't know. If he had like the perfect marriage between like, you know, the ambitious sh- shit and like the other lyrical stuff was either it was between the graduation and my beautiful dark twisted twisted fantasy era. But man, he's like he's gone so far back on the lyrics and just like the production is you know, amazing. Still top-notch. It's still top notch. It's still top notch. Like golden ears and, and shit. I'm sure the album is still being you know, mixed, and he's still adding stuff to it. Um, but, yeah, if I had to rate this album, I'd probably, I'd probably give it, I want to say four, but I'm just going to say, yeah, I'm going to say 3.5 out of five. It's 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 a good, it's a good album. I think it's a 4.5. But I can't, what? I can't, I can't hang my hat on this shit, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, this was the, you know, this was the Two Bells podcast. The Shout out to everyone who listened to, you know, the Life of Bob Dole podcast. That shit was lengthy, too. <laughs> um, I don't think a lot of people listen to it. I think I just get some cool ass tagging. Yeah. So, <laughs> it a got a lot of listens. It and it. It's like, this isn't the Life of Bob Dole. <laughs> this ain't, I came here for, like, 
political insight and history. Right. And I you came got, here to talk about how one of his hands doesn't work. And you got these nuts. So <laughs> absolutely. Um, the shout out to everyone who listened to it, and it's still doing numbers, still doing Bob Dole numbers, the real Bob Dole. Um, and you know. Nas, thank you for coming through. This has been episode thank you for 50, having me. Jehovah's Witness. His his project, Easy Jesus, is, you know, it's out right now. You can on listen SoundCloud, to it on SoundCloud. Audio it? Mac. Um, oh, you got an Audio Piff. Mac? You smart motherfucker. Yeah. You got on, you know, Bandcamp. Yeah, SoundCloud is about to close down. You think so? It better not. I've like, been here. It better not when we hear the year. Oh, man. Yeah. Then we got to start over and shit. Or, I need to But it's on other stuff for that, for right. that reason. However, I could get it out. So... This was, you know, the Two Bells podcast for this week. This has been episode 50. Um, we'll be back with episode 51. I don't know. Yeah. I don't got to I don't got an outro. Yo, I turned 26. Shout out to that. Word. Happy Word. fucking birthday Happy to my nigga Mills. Thanks. That was, I feel good. I feel like Pablo. That's how I really feel. I was, <laughs> you feel I would, like Pablo? I, I woke up and I said, I feel like Pablo. I feel like Pablo. That's really what I felt like. But, you know, shout out to me. Old ass nigga. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we out. All right. Peace.